Welcome to Welcome to Primetime, a show covering the Freddy Krueger-hosted anthology series Freddy's Nightmares, one episode at a time. I'm Brennan Klein. Every episode is brought to you by listeners who donated to the Okra Project. Donations are now closed. Thank you so much to everybody who contributed. Uh, this week's patron is actually anonymous. We had an anonymous donor donate. And too, like, I would say too much money because it's like too much money for like anything that I do. But nothing is too much money for the Okra Project. But basically, it's a lot of... It was a lot. And so I actually let them have a bunch of episodes this anonymous donor is actually closing out the season with their donation and they're going to be the the patron for the the remaining episodes of this show um but yes our returning guest returning champion miriam browstons i said it i said it so bad i'm sorry i failed this time no um, it's okay welcome back how are you doing thank you uh, i'm good i'm delighted for my second ever podcast podcast appearance me too. I are is are you is this giving you the the podcast bug? Are you going to start your own at some point now? I think we should make one together. I do. You have you have tweeted at me a very good podcast idea that I definitely need to think about how to make it doable um with just and you know not having me tear my hair out. <laughs> but it I would, would not be opposed. Reading. What? It would involve reading. It would. So it I, would involve a lot of time. It would take up time. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, well, we'll talk. I'll take my answer off the air, but we'll talk about this because it's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> and um, we're a good team. We are. I think so. Um, we we always team up against Joe. Joe Lipset on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we are here today to talk about season two, episode 18 of Freddy's Nightmares. It's called Fun House. It originally aired on February 11th, 1990. Here's what you could have watched instead. Steven Seagal is hard to kill. <laughs> um, so, you know, that happened. This is an action-y movie. Um, this episode is the first to have the same writer and or the same person write and direct. It's Gil Adler. So this is a real auteur kind of thing mm. um the cast here as evelyn we have valerie wildman who is in days of our lives and as victor we have robert dowdle who is in the the television show voyage to the bottom of the sea and here's what's going on this episode i would i wouldn't say is a sequel to the episode welcome to springfield but it does feature the same character who is the lecherous moving guy who is a walking penis who cannot resist coming on incredibly creepily to any woman he helps move. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, the, yeah, the the men in this season are all, like, blanket across the board, the worst. My first note for this episode is movers shouldn't behave like that. Yes, and they shouldn't. <laughs> in a perfect world, uh, they wouldn't. I mean, I believe in this world, they mostly don't. But in Freddy's Nightmares, yes, all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so his name is Turk for for some reason. Um, but yes, a, a woman and her hus husband, I thought... Sorry, yeah, I'm... I thought husband. Yes, it is her husband. It's the... Sorry, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, okay, it's the man in the wheelchair, right? No, no, that's the second part that's the second of the one. episode. Yeah. 
yes. it's, um, they move in and um, it's like, oh, this house comes with a maid and nobody bats an eye. And it was already very weird. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I got mixed up because okay. um, both halves of this episode start exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. So the, this woman and her husband, they move in. <laughs> yes. The, the place comes with a maid. Her name is Jillian. She's also a hot woman with an accent, much like Miriam. Um, and so basically, yeah, I, I, I don't know why they're not surprised that this Ohio apartment comes with a live-in maid, but sure. Um, you raise a good point there. Yeah, I was like, okay, is this normal in Springwood? <laughs> not as far as I know. Um, but yes, yeah, so the, the mover tells a story about how this guy killed his wife in this apartment 80 years ago, so it's haunted. Um, then he, he tries to move in on the, the wife, um, but she turns him down, which, which you would. Um, yes, because he holds a knife to her throat. Yeah, or it's a, it's like a box cutter, right? Yeah, but it's still a knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to split hairs on... That's <laughs> not the important thing. But I'm just really trying to refresh my memory of how this episode's going. <laughs> yes, it was a box cutter, yeah. Okay, yeah, so after he leaves, a chandelier falls, and she's like, ooh, ghosts. Um, Freddy shows up. He has, like, this little lens that he's holding in front of his eye, and he's like... My town has got a real distorted view of the world. She's in a prism of her own making. And I'm like, that would be an okay pun if it had anything to do with what we just saw. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, it's... And also, that wasn't a prism. It was a lens. It, those are different things. Yeah. Uh, all those Freddy things are so weird. Yeah, they're they're really... They're vexing at, at best. <laughs> um... But yeah, so she 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 opens Did up. Did you hear sorry. my laugh? Like I'm just laughing because I don't know what vexing means. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. It means like frustrating. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um. But yeah. So she gets a anniversary present, and she's like, "Oh, Robert, you shouldn't have." And he's like, "I didn't." Um. And it turns out that her ex-husband sent her a present. Um, her ex-husband, who is Robert's ex-best friend, so she clearly, you know, cheated on this man with his best friend and then married that friend, um, and he sends them handcuffs. Yes, but actual handcuffs and not the pink and fluffy ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the, the comedy sitcom handcuffs that they have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and she is kind of weirded out that her ex-husband would send her such a, like, kinky present, but she's also kind of into it. Yeah, I thought it was it. It's such a weird present from an ex. Yeah, like it. It seems like more threatening than anything. Yes, um, especially because it wore those, like I assume, real handcuffs. Yeah, no, they're 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 metal. They're they they look like you know stuff that a police person would use. Yeah. Um, but they're like, oh, let's give the maid a night off. You know, let's uh, and because the, the Robert is suspicious that she is flirting with the mover guy, which another thing, a man flirting with a woman doesn't mean that that woman is interested. You don't have to be jealous of the woman. <laughs> exactly. Like she's not in control of what creepy men try to come on to her that she has to turn down in a way that won't get her murdered. 
with a box yeah. cutter. It, exactly. Like if if he holds a knife to to your throat, you can't just say, you know, you gotta stay nice because he might kill you. <laughs> yeah, but then her husband's like, oh, how could you? You know, he's he's very much in the once a cheater, always a cheater mode of like, well, you cheated on your husband to get me, so how am I safe? And I'm like, well, you should have thought of that, huh? <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. So so blood drips from a painting of the couple, like from the lady's neck, and she's like, oh. Um, and basically she has a dream that her ex Colin shows up and he's like, I just wanted to say hello in your new place. It's not a crime, is it? And I was like, maybe it should be. It's creepy. Yes. It, oh, it should totally be a crime for your ex to show up in your new house. Yeah. And he's like, I just came to tell you, I love you. Um, yeah. and so I'm I'm really unclear on so wait part of it so Colin shows up in a dream but then I think he shows up in real life also yes he does yeah yeah that's see that's the thing that's extra confusing about taking notes for this show is that whatever people dream about then also immediately happens but slightly differently <laughs> and the mover shows up again as well yeah so but yeah she has the same conversation with Colin and the mover is like sitting at the desk and he's like you've never been faithful in your life i'm the man of your dreams and then she's actually she's like pretends that she's into him and then she handcuffs him to the fireplace yes that was a good idea yeah no it worked yeah she you know she she got the upper hand and she and her husband are arguing about the mover she's like look clearly i had to you know seduce and trap this man who i thought might murder me but the husband's like you are a cheating terrible woman you harlot basically Yes, but actually she was very, very smart. Yeah. Because, in, yeah. You know, she he's a lot stronger than she is, and he just walked into her house, and he was like, if she, you know, she could have maybe tried to fight him or tried to, I don't know, maybe scream, but he could have, like, overpowered her. Is yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So she played along and then she tied him to the fireplace uh, to, you know, and she was pretending that he, that it was all sexy and stuff. And then she was like, ha, I got you. And that, I think that was very smart. Yes, I agree. Um, Robert disagrees. Um, Cause he's an asshole. He is an asshole. And they're arguing about the mover guy, but when they turn to look at him, he's gone. So like, um, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true. But yeah, I was and then, just, it was so do, do we see that in that moment or do, do we see that later we see it later yeah but yeah so basically she has a dream that the man from the painting like comes out and tries to assault her because no man cannot assault this woman it's it's horrible uh, yeah was that a big thing i don't remember because i was a child in in the 80s and the early 90s but um, was that a thing in normal TV series and stuff and films that all men were that creepy? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> because <laughs> we have watched, like I have watched two episodes and all these men are creepy stalkers. I I don't know. Yeah, this this season particularly is very, very sexual and a very grotesquely aggressive way that 
I don't know where that really came from. I mean, it definitely came from the kind of vibe of the 80s, but also, you know, because, like, in all those John Hughes movies and whatever, you know, men are kind of treating women as property, and, like, that happens a lot, in, especially in that time period. I mean, you know, it still happens. Yeah. Um, but this show really just bottled that up. It, it's That's all it's doing. Yeah, because even the consensual sex starts with no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's upsetting. <laughs> it is. It's very upsetting. Yeah, and basically, she's being violently shamed into monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So she calls Colin to apologize, and she decides that she's going to go back to him because she's like, "When I betrayed him, I betrayed myself." Um. And so, of course, this part's a dream. I don't know what's a dream or not. But basically, Robert handcuffs her and he brands her with the, you know, a scarlet letter A on her chest. But yes. it it would be grosser if it wasn't clearly like that brand is just kind of covered in jelly and just leaves a smear on her chest that looks like an A. <laughs> um, it was very, yeah, that was a dream, right? Yeah, yeah, that that was yeah. a dream. Weirdly highbrow for this show, the literary reference. Um, but then they discover that the, that there's a secret passage behind the fireplace mantle, and she finds the wrapping paper from the cuffs, and so it turns out like basically, like Colin has been living in or her ex husband Colin has been living inside the walls of this yeah. apartment. <laughs> Um, and he kind of manipulated them into buying this place because he had it retrofitted to have these secret passageways so he could just sit there and watch them. I guess. And then, well, then he's like, I knew you would fall in love with this apartment. And then we would just like get married again? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, it was very confusing. Yeah, I don't know what his goal was, but she does want to go back to him. Um, but she does take Robert upstairs and tell him that he loves her which I think might be a a trick or no tell her that she loves whatever um but so they they start making out Colin punches through this two-way mirror and then he like points a gun at them right yes yeah but then, then he like makes them kiss and then he reveals that their wall is that the bed that they're on is kind of like a a Murphy bed, like one that folds into the wall, but yeah. the wall is made of spikes. So he squishes them <laughs> in this spike bed. Yeah, that's a very messy way of killing people. Yeah, but it's kind of hilarious. I appreciate that it is a very weird button on this particularly strange and gross story. Yeah, yeah, and the ending was like because. She wanted to go back to Colin, but then she found out he was like living in the walls and, and spying on her. So she decided not to go back to him. And then she like she initiated sex with her husband. So he so Colin could see that, I think. Yeah, and I don't know if she what... wanted him to see or not or what her goal was. Well, she looks in the mirror. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like, okay. Very she deliberately. Know. Yeah, I don't but, know what anyone's yeah. motivation was on this, though. It was, but, you know, it gets her killed, so it was a very bad idea. Yeah, th those are the worst ideas, typically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're back in Freddy's lair. He's like, 
doing a crossword puzzle and he's like, what's a four letter word for torture? L O V E. And I was like, no one is in genuine love in this episode. It is all just nightmarish compulsory heterosexuality. Yes. It was. Yeah. There was no love in this episode at all. No, it's it, just pain. <laughs> yes. Just torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, so, yeah. Sorry, what? No, this was... Uh, I didn't like that. No, I agree completely. Because <laughs> I was, like, very excited by, um, you know, the idea of a haunted house. I like haunted house stories. Yeah, this is not one of those at all. No. And then, you know, they're living in the walls. You know, it... It could have been good, maybe, but it was ugh, it was just ugh, creepy and, I don't know, gross. It was gross. Yeah, creepy not in a horror movie way, creepy in a, like, terrible men way. Yes. But anyway, more terrible men to come. The mover's still here. Um, he's helping... Oh, no, we get a little bit of a flashback to, like, what happened to him. So he was yeah. handcuffed to the mantle... The mantle pulls back into the secret passageway, and he's chloroformed by Colin. Then he woke up in his car a few hours later, and then he's like, and I came back to the apartment in a couple days, and the people were gone. And I'm like, why did it take you a couple days to decide to go back? <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, I was like, either don't go back or go back immediately. Yes. Um, but so, yeah, basically, there's a new couple moving into the apartment. It's an an older man in a wheelchair and his wife and Turk is again, already flirting with this woman in front of her husband. Um, but this husband is less mad about it, but we'll get to that. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. It is an interesting arrangement, but first Freddie's in his liminal space. And he's like, he thinks he's one hell of a moving man. Wait till he sees what happens when I deliver the goods, which would be okay if Freddie actually did anything in this episode but he doesn't he doesn't no no um but yeah so turk comes back he's like oh you forgot a box on the truck and i was like i'm sure he held that behind so he could go back yeah because he did that in the first part too oh yeah you're right um that's his thing to go back to the house ugh, creepy that's his move but Jillian the maid is on his case this time. She's like, she's a nice lady. He's a sick old man. You're nothing but a gutter snake out for yourself. Um, but the wife comes down. She's already in her night clothes. She's in the flowiest, like, Florence Nightingale nightgown. Um, yeah. Like, real people don't have those clothes, I'm sure. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> um, but she has a lot of closet space because she's in separate bedrooms with her husband, which Turk knows about because he helped them move. So he's like, I know you don't sleep together. You should sleep with me. Um, and she's like, that's none of your business. And he's like, a beautiful woman like you? That's definitely my business. And I was like, oh, yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And he's so wrong. Like, loads of people are in very happy relationships and sleep in separate bedrooms. Yes. And lots of people are in very happy relationships where they don't have sex. Also um, true. Yes. And yeah. also, there's more to sex than just penis and vagina. Also true. And what she explicitly says in this episode, like, they do have a very sexual relationship just without penetration. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the mover doesn't understand that. No, he doesn't. He also doesn't understand that just because someone is attractive to you doesn't make them yours. 
Yeah, he finds that really, really hard to understand. Yeah, it's it's a oh, he's 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 a horrible, horrible villain. Yes, and also he's not hot. No, he's not. He's he's like I could see where he could have a sort of like blue collar charm where it's like clearly he's got like he's he's thick, I guess. Like he's strong, but he's not hot. No. Um but yeah, but she talks about like, oh, you know, after Victor's accident, like now we play games. Like they use um he has this antique pistol collection and they do this role play thing where he's a spy or a pirate and he like makes her strip at gunpoint. And it's very, she's like, you know, the control is very sexy. Um, and Turk does not understand the nuance of sex as we would come to expect, but he's like, to me, anything less than a hands-on experience is stupid. And it's like, well, Turk, that's why you don't have a loving relationship. <laughs> yes. Um, but so they do, you know, they do sleep together. He has a dream that he gets caught by Victor and shot with one of his antique pits, pistols. But then he wakes up. He is caught by Victor. But Victor's like, you know what? I get it. Like, does he satisfy you in this way that I can't? If he does, ask him to stay. He's like, I only ever want you to be happy. And so she rubs his chest hair and says, please stay forever. Yeah, that was a, I was like, wow, that's like it's like from sex to eternal love in two seconds yeah it's it's, it's like that it's have you seen the movie avatar the james cameron movie no oh okay well there's a part where the big blue aliens have sex and then zoe saldana alien turns to sam worthington alien and says now we're mated for life and it's like um i didn't know this was gonna be the result of this <laughs> I would have thought about it twice if if I knew that. Yeah, exactly. And he seems he at least seems down to be kind of her live-in sex puppy. Um, but the forever part is a little intense. Yeah, very intense. Um, but yeah, so basically he just is living in this apartment now, having sex with this man's wife. Um, it's a very Handmaid's Tale. He's, the Victor's like, through you, I can give her the love she deserves to receive. And, like, I, like, this arrangement is actually not uncommon for, for people who are no longer able to physically perform, like, no, for no, their No, no, I thought it, it was very well, like, um, um, I don't know how to say that. You, um, you go, you talk. Okay, I, I, I mean, like, in terms of, like, in terms of the emotional truth of the way that this couple operates like i think it's actually fairly accurate to how a lot of more emotionally open people would behave the actual yes. specifics of you're going to live in our house forever not so much no that was weird yeah it's 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 very peculiar but you know d let's not yuck their yum um <laughs> no but the the whole arrangement thing was fine yes yeah that yes. for sure yeah um, sh again, shouldn't be with this man who is despicable. Like, he does not deserve to be a part of this good relationship. No, they should have thought about that. They should have picked a nice man that they both both liked. Yeah, someone you would want to be your roommate, too, if, if like, that's on the table. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, basically, she's like, you remind me of a young Victor. It's almost like I'm falling in love with him again. And in my mind, I'm like, Victor must have really sucked when he was younger. <laughs> yeah. 
if he remind like if he if the mover guy what's his name again turk turk yes if yeah if she's reminded of her husband he must have been awful yeah that's not a compliment to victor like victor clearly as he has aged has become a lot more nice and mellow <laughs> um but yeah so when the wife is out um jillian the maid comes in and she's very um mrs danvers from rebecca she's like i'm impressed <laughs> she's like you got through the front door and the bedroom door what's next and she's like look i know you're gonna be done with this soon victor's made it safe for you and you're a guy who likes danger you need someone who wouldn't dare fall in love with you someone who can do this and then she just kisses him and she's like yeah. and walk and away walk away <laughs> and it's like it would be sexy if it wasn't so <laughs> i mean if it wasn't turk basically true yes it could have been sexy yeah but then they're they're making out in the living room and victor sees them making out and they just keep on kissing and it's like i i wouldn't do anything to upset the very delicate balance of what's going on here yeah but turk does not care Look, i have nothing to say about this episode it was just it was so bad <laughs> it's really it's it is at least bad in a peculiar way but it is bad yeah um yeah he does have a dream that the wife shoots him out of jealousy um but then she she does in real life point a gun at him but then she's like take it and tell me what to take off like what clothes to take off and she like starts doing one of the sex games and, yeah, and he doesn't want to do it no he doesn't but then he does he gets into it <laughs> Um, and then eventually, like, while playing the game, he does, he accidentally shoots her. Um, and so he hides her body in the secret passageway behind the mantelpiece. Um, and then he's like, well, Victor must have swapped out the bullets. He likes to watch, but something must have snapped. He's still a man. And like, that's, that's not, that's not how that works. Um, no, and also, like, um, oh, no, um, we're not there yet. Go on. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, it very briefly turns into a murder mystery par parlor room sequence where Victor's like, well, I can't reach my gun case, so I couldn't have gotten the bullets. And Jillian is like, maybe it was me. Um, and do they shoot? He shoots Jillian. Something happens. Like, I, someone gets shot again. It, it was a very confusing scene. Yeah, and um, Jillian um, shows um, Turk the, the, no, yeah, Turk the passage. And and she climbs up a ladder that goes up to the mirror. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, how does Victor get up that ladder if he's in a wheelchair? Yeah, I, I don't know how anyone thought any of this was going to work. Um, but yeah, Oh, yeah, so he shoots Jillian, I think. But then yeah. Evelyn's dead body comes out clapping, and Jillian comes out, and they're like, ha-ha, we pulled a prank. Victor peels off his mask and reveals that he's Colin, the ex-husband from the last episode, or from the last part of the episode. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I was so mad at this point. Uh, that's just really, really bad storytelling. Yeah, because also, what this, what does this mean to Turk that it's that it's Colin? Like he wouldn't have known Colin. Well, yeah, because Colin um, was the one who chloroformed him and. Yeah, but I don't think he even saw him. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I I hated when stories end like this. Oh, it was all a game or it was all a dream or it was all 
you know, fake. Yeah, especially, like, there's no way they could have planned out this ridiculous game and all the details of it. Um, And also, this woman is just having sex with this man for this weird game? Like, that doesn't seem worth it. No, like, actual sex just for, I don't know, for Colin's game? Yeah, it's really confusing. And they're not, it's, it's not for any, any reason. Um, <laughs> no, Tur- I was so confused. I was like, no, this can't be happening. Yeah, and, and Turk is like, wait, this was all a joke? And, and Colin's like, would you call this a joke? Would you call life a joke? This is theater. And I'm like, for who? <laughs> <laughs> yes, why? Why are you doing this? Yeah, and then basically they're like, well, the man who lives by his spike shall perish by the spike. And they squish him in the evil Murphy bed, and that's the end of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, sorry, what? Well, um, yeah, he cleaned that those spikes very well after the last murder. Oh, yeah, I get, you know, he's he's really committed to the details of his really unfathomable nonsense plans. He is, and then it ends like with them sitting on the sofa and pretending to be French. Yeah, their their new plan is that their ridiculous caricatures are French people. He has the largest Inspector Clouseau beret on his head, and um, the wife character is in this. It, it's basically like something that Harley Quinn would wear, like covered in feathers. <laughs> and, and and Jillian, sorry, what? Yeah, Jillian is the maid again, right? Yeah, but she's a French maid now. Well, but she's on. She speaks French because she says Madame et Monsieur, and mm. then she starts speaking German, some sort of German. Oh, really? I don't remember that part. Do you remember what she said? She said, "Madame et Monsieur, the Milchman is here." Oh, you're right. And it's der Milchman, because that's a male thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that so because it means milkman. Huh. And, and I was so confused because why would she speak two languages in one sentence? I mean, I do that sometimes, but. But you you know the languages and the people you're speaking to presumably know them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <probably>. maybe. <laughs> it gets confusing, like when you're with like German speaking friends in an english language country and i'm dutch it, it gets confusing sometimes but it was weird yeah no i i can imagine but this is not this is not jillian's problem no and also if you did it you would get the pronouns right um <laughs> but yeah so like the milkman shows up and they kind of you know give everyone give each other a knowing look and i'm like are they gonna fuck this milkman i think so yeah, I guess that's their plan, you know, that's round two. Yeah, there maybe there's another episode about that. I don't I uh I have three left to watch, so we'll find out, I guess. Hmm. Um Yeah, I'm I'm a little ahead of schedule, thankfully. I'm so close to the end. I'm so excited. How um, many episodes are there? Uh all all together in the entire show there are forty four episodes. Okay, so twenty two per season? Yep. That's a lot. It really is, Miriam. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're we're back in Freddy's lair. Um, there's a sexy blonde in a red dress turned around, and Freddy's like, "Oh, 
you're new in t-. he's he's saying the the line that um turk said to all of his his w- women he's like you're new in town here i am a native i could show you around and then when he says that um he puts a claw over the, his shoulder and it turns out freddie is in drag and he's in the red dress with the blonde wig it's it's a great look for him yeah oh i had questions about um that line actually because okay. they all because he says um you're new in town and here i am a native and i thought shouldn't it be a local um i think like i mean obviously with the context of like indigenous people or native americans like that is the confusing but i think the word native would still work if it's someone who was born in that town okay because i i had never heard that before yeah like like someone who's lived their entire life in that town i think could reasonably describe themselves as a native but it it's not not a word that's super commonly used okay um but yeah so miriam what are your final thoughts on this episode was it a dream a nightmare or did it put you to sleep it was a nightmare yeah i'm right there with you what a, what a what a mess it was such a mess i couldn't even make jokes about it i had nothing funny to say i'm sorry no that's okay this episode was kind of despicable in a lot of ways so i'm, I'm <laughs> sorry you had to watch it <laughs> um yeah let's remind everyone miriam where can they find you out in the 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 wide wide world of the internet Yes, people should come follow me on Twitter because sometimes I am actually funny. You are. Yeah. Um, my Twitter handle is letters to Miriam, and you can find me on Instagram at some kind of Miriam. Yes, you can, and you can find me on Twitter at its raining brands and Instagram at the burning Clem. Our artwork was created by Henry Hall. If you'd like to support trans artists, which you should, you can send him a commission at henryhall.design. Our theme song is Living in a Dream by Pseudo Echo. Rate and review us wherever you get us. Here's the synopsis of the next episode, titled A Family Affair. After a man scorns his lover, he resorts to drastic measures to ensure that his family doesn't learn of their affair. But his plan hardly goes off without a hitch. Later, he literally tries to cheat death. <laughs> So that's going on. Um, Catch you on Tuesday for that one. Until then, sweet dreams, everybody. Bye-bye.